Scott That's says clearly. trend. Dave says, no, they weren't. They were only popular for a short time and doing really well for a while. <laughs> That's not a trend. <laughs> All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, this, this is David Smith. <laughs> Say your name again. This is Mr. David Smith. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Scott Weeby. I'm not saying Mr. This is Brian Shusko. You did say Mr. Uh, there was some scandal that was brought up, brought to my attention just before we started recording, gentlemen. I think we need to bring it out into the pod. The scandal? A certain charge of plagiarism? This is no, listen, we can get into this. Listen, we can get into this because I have a I have a better thing to say to start the podcast is more generic. Oh, okay. And then we can talk about rosters and, and fantasy soccer and real soccer and stuff. Fo- uh, football, if you, if you prefer that as the terminology. Okay, go ahead, Brian. This is Your not an show. NBA basketball podcast, but I'd like to bring up uh, uh, LeBron James, one of the most famous individuals in the entire planet, as far as sports goes, at least. Part Liverpool owner. I would like to say that earlier in the week, Mr. LeBron James was asked about the the game tonight that the Cavaliers played against the Boston Celtics. Okay. The last so-called important regular season NBA basketball game before the playoffs start in like 10 days. I'm going to write about this on our blog this week. Go ahead. The quote. This introduction to the quote is like has worn me out, but I hope the quote is good. <laughs> The question for LeBron James was, right. how important of a, of a game oh, this was leading into the this. playoffs. The Cavaliers had lost their first place overall in the Eastern Conference of the NBA for the first time in over a year, and the Celtics were right on their heels. The question was, how important of a game is this going into the, like as they head toward the playoffs? LeBron James said, I've been to six straight NBA finals. I'm the last person you need to ask about a regular season game. Means, code code for means nothing. I would just like to say yet wow. again, yet again, not that there needs to be more proof of this, but yet again, the regular season of most sports that end in playoffs means nothing. You're right. Absolutely it- nothing. Wow. Confirmed forever by, by the LeBron. so-called greatest basketball player of his generation lebron james saying don't even ask me preach it doesn't matter that's right talk to me in 10 days when the real season starts so that's where we're trying to go brian i mean this is exactly what i'm going to be writing about i'm going to start a new series on our website uh, on our on the blog on our website looking at how american sports leagues uh, could be better if they had a Premier League style season. Yeah. Okay. And we're gonna st- because the playoffs are gonna start soon for the NHL and the NBA. We're gonna start with those leagues. Which so, thank you for giving me the clearly chance to that. for a sports fan. Yeah. For a Georgia slash Ohio guy, a Minnesota guy, and a Pittsburgh guy, not one person in this room is gonna say the playoffs are not exciting or fun, or capable of producing an amazing thing. That's right. The fact of the matter is, 
the regular season of the f at least the four major professional American sports do not matter. Thank you, LeBron. It will be the only time I wow. ever thank you for anything ever. Wow. I, I love it. Well said, Brian. Absolutely. Well On said. to the matches! On to the matches. Here's what we're going to do today. There have been two matches for every club since we last were on the air. Are we on the air? Is that a, Can we use that phrase? Mm, yeah, sure. Mm. Technically. Okay, cool. Facebook Live. Sure. Okay, perfect. So since we were last on the air, we're going to cover all 20 matches played by all 20 clubs. We're going to do it the only way that we can. Man. We've got a few segments in there, too. Not too many, though. Man. We're focused on the, and the matches. I was going to say, we don't have time for segments. And this is I intense. Can, if I can say something about us for just a second before we start. Yeah, yeah, sure. Our fantasy Premier League analysis for the last month yeah. has been top-notch, gentlemen. Top-notch. No. Anyone, we can talk about it in the matches, but I I, I think that's a <laughs> there's a way to... to quantify that love it love oh, it we're gonna do wow. that there's a teaser okay. so stick with us we will not steer you wrong your lineup saturday will benefit by listening to us for the next 90 ish minutes it better Great. be under <laughs> all right let's let's move here we go we'll start with the league leaders as we always do chelsea they played two matches at the bridge losing to crystal palace two to one and then Defeating Manchester City earlier today, as we record on Wednesday night, they defeated City two to one. Sesk scored the lone goal against Palace. Eden Hazard with the brace against the City. Man, come on! <laughs> I listen, know. listen, 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 though. Crystal you... Palace—that that was a fantastic game. Yeah, it let's was. talk about that one first. Well, the first thing you need to know about that, there's two things you need to know about that okay. that everyone in the world knows. Andros Townsend. Handballed a ball that did not call it a handball. Yes. Wayne Hennessy, 10 saves. 10 saves. And you mock him. Game of Dave. his life. Ten hey, listen, even a blind saves. squirrel finds a nut, Scott. <laughs> Wayne Hennessy is a horrible goalkeeper. But you know what? Saturday or Sunday? This is Saturday. He was amazing against Chelsea. He found his nut that day. He's the squirrel that found the nut that day. He found 10 nuts. Yep. The fact is, yeah, fair enough. Lucky man. Chelsea, to me, <laughs> for weeks and weeks now, yeah. this has been about Diego Costa disappearing mm. from fantasy Slow, relevant. Slowly. Not, not entirely I irrelevant. I it's been abruptly, but slowly. But where is Diego Costa? I feel like we haven't talked about him much. And Eden Hazard is is one of the top players that you're gonna watch. Why is the Dora the Explorer song in my head like Where is Diego? <laughs> right? Uh, I mean You're watching you kids, you're bro. watching kid shows, man. Yeah. Come on. We're all watching kids don't shows. Don't act like you at I've seen it. Don't act like you're a uh, quick piece of trivia for everybody out there. Okay. Backpack of Dora the Explorer <laughs> is Dora backpack, the Explorer's backpack. Dor backpack is Dora's friend. Do you know what color Backpack's eyebrows are? He's purple. Can we get some trivia music for this? This has absolutely nothing to do with fantasy Premier League. What is or the, the color? What is the color black? Is there a music on this? Yes. Okay. No, they're not black. I don't know. Scott, that guess. was my I mean, guess. Yeah, like black. seven colors. Black there are colors. Guess what color? Guess. Uh, guess brown. Brown. No, you're both wrong. Are they pink? They are yellow. 
Yellow eyebrows? Yeah. Oh, backpacks of blonde. Never Interesting. knew. A bald right. blonde. To me, <laughs> for, my, for my money, I don't know that I want anything to do with Diego Costa? With anyone on Chelsea, unless I can have it something to do with Hazard. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned yeah. that they are, the, the last seven games here are going to be unpredictable? Remember how Leicester at the end of last season? Because they kind of tightened up a little bit. Sure. They Their players were not worth playing coming down the stretch. They're already doing it. Chelsea's players, it's already happening. Well, it's lost it, to Palace. So, but, but that's, squeaked out a win over City. We've already been saying for, what, the last six or seven they, matches, they haven't had a clean sheet. Their two goals today, the deflection, Hazard's first goal, the deflection yeah. off of company into the net, right? right? It was not right. an own goal because it was on target, still deflected in. Cavalier did not have a shot at saving it. His second goal, I mean, and these were Chelsea's goals today. His second goal, a penalty that was blocked. Caballero could not stop the ball from rebounding, and he tapped it in. Now, that's lucky. Do you know when they're he last? He missed a PK and still got the goal. That and then lucky. had a had a defensive deflection in. It's true. I, know, I hate you, it. Do you know when their last clean sheet was? I know we've talked about this. But yeah, do you know when that was just it's worth repeating? Is it uh, like in the beginning of January? Yes, David. Well, it was in January. Okay. Wow. It was January 22nd wow. against Hull. Home against Hull, 2-0. That's the last time they did not concede a goal. Every time, at least one, every week since then. I do not own a Chelsea player, and I don't own a Chelsea defender. Listen, no. as Pilaqueta ends up with a assist yeah. today, so he's the he's the guy this week. Or, or at least for this match set that gets something. Right. Uh, Hazard's a guy, you know, he gets a brace this time. He assisted Sesk's goal uh, on over the weekend. But to me, I mean, I know you're going to get, we've talked about it weeks ago, just, to, you know, strikers are, I don't know about strikers. Strikers are a tough, tough call right now. There are a few um, guys I feel like you need so. to have. What? No, I mean, they're not that tough. There's only a, a, a few. That's what, what I yeah. mean is, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can you can pick out out of the big names. You're probably going to get one of the big names, right? I would guess if you put two of the big names together, you're going to run out of money pretty quick. What I'm saying is, how, uh, Costa's the guy. He's dipped so bad. I mean, for that same amount of money, you're not going to have Lukaku. You're not going to try Jamie Vardy right now. Well. We'll get to Vardy. Right. Yeah, he's what I'm guy. saying is, to me, I I feel like Hazard's the guy. I agree. There, I agree that they're they're players. Even though Hazard is a guy, I, I'd rather have other people at the same price more than him. Right. Every one of the defenders is well over six. You can't find a guy for five and a half, and the defender somewhere that can spend you some money that extra dollar somewhere else. Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. They're having. Some niggling injuries coming along too. Like Moses didn't play today; he was benched, and I just wonder how that. I mean, and Zuma to... started yep. for Matic today. Yep, Ma- and, and Matic and Moses are unsung heroes uh, of stability for the most part this year of that team. And we can talk about City when we get there, but this should have been two-two. Yep, I, I mean, well, come yeah. on, well, yeah, come, come on, come on, whatever. 
the I have nothing else to that's say. That's good analysis. I mean, Eden Hazard is the guy. You're right, and everyone else, even though their overall points oh. at their positions are still very high. I got it. I got one for you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, or do you want to save this for Arsenal? Save it. Yep. Let's keep going. Yeah, moving on. Second place, Spurs, just seven points back in the table thanks to two wins. They go to Burnley at Turf Moor and win 2-0. Goals from Eric Dyer and Son. And uh, then they go to Wales and win at Liberty Stadium against Swansea. 3-1. Goals from Ali, Son, and Eriksson. Look at all those wins. All those wins. Two goals from Son, Ali with a goal and assist. And a start in the Burnley match. By one Vincent Janssen. Very annoyed am I. Not only did I lose that bet, I didn't expect to lose the bet in the first game. (laughs) I I expected to to lose it if I was going to lose it. Now, I said on the pod, I don't feel great about this, but I'm going to take it anyways. Yep. What's more annoying is that Janssen goes off and Sun scores within like three minutes of coming on. Yeah. And that's exactly right. Because he's the better player. Yeah. He should have been starting, Putch. In yeah. your face, Pochettino. Yeah, he, he borrowed 45 minutes from Janssen. That's ridiculous. Son, we, son, son scores today. If we could go back and redo the bet, and the bet was, would Scott win the bet in the first match or not? I, I would have bet against I myself. I would have bet my you house have taken on it. that. No, I wouldn't have taken it. <laughs> I, I did not expect him on Saturday. Never but, in a million hey, years. Uh, that's that's a bet. I won. Next time I'm making, the, making sure the bet is more laser-focused. Last, not so open-ended, Brian. Last pod, my feeling was, if I remember right, this is this is a burning hot, scorching burning hot Tottenham Hotspur offense. Yes. Yeah. And they were scorching hot for two straight. And yeah. they still are great the rest of the way. Listen, Tottenham. And Scott did the bold move. Only playing Ericsson and, and Ericsson. Yes, I did. And how can and that seems like smart for anybody? Well, in if addition, you can do it. In, why not? In addition, I captained Ali today right. in this midweek match week, and it worked out very well. Twelve points turned into twenty-four. Uh, yeah, and do you know who I, this, at this the is, death? Th- I, know. I mean, yeah, what? three goals late. Finish late. that thought, and then I want to talk about that. My buy sell of the midweek. I bought Ali f- before this match. Mm-hmm. Put him right into my lineup. Do you know who I sold to get Deli Ali? Sold Sadio Mane. I or Coutinho. Not. I sold Josh King. Oh, yes. Yes, now, you did. So you, had Josh, money, you had money saved. I had some money, which a lot, it was like three plus pounds. That's a good bit of money. However, however, uh, you know, Josh King did score. We'll get to that when we get to Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. But I still feel good about that move. I don't feel good about Josh King going forward. More on that later. Ali, obviously, how can you not feel good about his goal and his assists and bonus points, 12 points in the match again, right. 24. Erickson scored a goal late, late in the 94th minute, I think, in this one. Yeah. I Assisted mean, by Delhi. I mean, yeah, what, exactly. Was it the Chelsea Palace game that had eight minutes of what, nine, which game nine had plus. nine was, plus minutes yes, of injury? It was time. Chelsea and, and I'm Palace. like, when's this play? It was that game because yeah, we were texting Chelsea, back and yeah, forth. Chelsea and like, and Palace. For God's sakes, when's this game going to end? Yep. It said plus seven and, and it went 10. It did. There was, it yeah, it was insane. Past. It was over 100 minutes. It was so dumb. And this game, so anyways, I, I, I'm I'm seeing the highlights and, and or keeping up with real time what's going on in the Tottenham game. They're losing to Swansea. And yeah. you think, I mean, all the way to what? Delhi scores in the 88th minute? And you're thinking, Spurs going to spur. Yep. Dropping the Swans. 
And you know what they didn't do? They did spur. Not, they did not they, drop to spawn. They, they decided they to stand spur. up straight right. and and uh, lay their cards face <laughs> up on the table. <laughs> and and there you go. Eight it matches, was aces, man. Eight matches to go, just seven points behind Chelsea. I mean, we're still grasping a little bit, but it's closer than it was. It's well, closer than it was. For the Arsenal fan, the, the way the results worked today and uh, yesterday with United drawing, it, listen, I'm hoping to make top – as an Arsenal fan, I'm hoping to make top four, okay? So sure. the results with Liverpool drawing and uh, City There's losing hope. and United drawing – there's hope. Arsenal made made some points on people. I, I we're not talking about Arsenal. A slimmest, yeah, yeah. You're right. But I mean, I'm and mentally, I'm always thinking right. there. I have maxed out my Spurs with Ali Erickson and Kyle Walker. Walker is getting harder to own. Last I'm about four, to drop. I'm dropping Walker this week. He's what? my transfer out. I'm getting my money back. I mean, and I'm bringing Vardy. Listen, this is. I feel like this is a this is a strategic decision. I feel like we could talk about this at each level. Well, I'm saying it right now, ex- so so you don't copy me. <laughs> The most expensive guys. Oh. Listen, the most expensive guys at each layer of yeah. of the of the pitch. To me, I think you have uh, the most expensive guys at the top. I, you can argue for. I feel like it's more and more difficult, especially like we said with the last guys with Chelsea, and now, yeah. I mean, the, if you can pick. Kyle Walker at whatever he is at six point four three. or five or three or it's whatever. Three right now. Same with the the Chelsea guys, or you can just take your chances with Gareth McCulley at five point two. Yep. Now he's at five point three, which is uh, he keeps climbing and climbing. I think as people keep seeing what what a what a value he has been. What I'm saying is that is over a dollar different. How do you not do that? How do you not like I'm I like a lot of people I'm sure had did that. I did it with Antonio Valencia. We can talk about Manchester United later. But when he was five and a half, that seemed like an absolute steal. He's up to six right now. Because I yeah. think a lot of people were were kind of dipping down and it's driving the value of those lower yeah. guys up. Tell me tell me this. What, Dave? Tell um, you what. What what's the Spurs upcoming schedule? You want to know what the next three are? Yes. Their next three, home to Watford, home to Bournemouth, yeah. at Crystal Palace. Right, and they're coming off of Burnley and a Swansea. And so you would think, you would think Swan, or you would think Walker would be a good play. He, he hasn't been. Now, they've been scoring. I feel like the Spurs, the Spurs are the hottest team right now. Or one of the hottest teams, and they're doing it without and their best the player. They are the hottest team of 2017. Are they doing it without their best player? Yes. The answer is that yes. Assuming Harry Kane's their best player, unless we're saying Della is their best player. The really frustrating thing is that they did get a clean sheet at Burnley, but Walker didn't play. Right. That's what made it miserable. Hard. Miserable. So it could still it could happen to where clean sheets could give you good points if you still own Kyle Walker against Watford against Bournemouth, but. Brian, uh, it is risky. Erickson or Ali? I've stuck with Delhi. Not everyone's going to start both I've, of them like Scott. So I want you. I've to pick. stuck with Delhi since since Christmas. I agree. I I'm a Delhi believer. Look, I don't know that there's a wrong answer. Obviously, Delhi for for his actual points that he's he's the obviously higher guy. 
But yeah, okay. I mean, but but you can't, and there's no way you could say no on it, Erickson. I to me, those two guys, they are in a zone, in a zone, and they're doing it without Kane, and they're doing it without Danny Rose, who's crucial for them. Yeah, up until really the time point. he was injured. Really good point. Scott, I already know your answer. It's Erickson, but you have Ali anyways, unless you've changed. I know you secretly hate Deli Ali. The answer is yes. You'd rather have Ali? No, the answer is Ali or Erickson. The answer yes. is yes. Fair enough. Yeah. I have both, and I'm sticking with yeah, both for I a few can, weeks. I don't know how you turn off those guys. Okay, Sun. Sun needs to get some props here. Sun's very good. No one's saying So here's the bad. real question. If you sell Kyle Walker and you have the ability to buy a third Spurs is is Sun in midfield? He's in midfield. Yes, he right? is in midfield. So if you <laughs> and you have the ability to buy do. a third Spurs midfielder, yeah. would you ever recommend Erickson, Ali, and Sun in the I same said fantasy that, no. lineup? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They've been hot enough. I know, right? Look at the last three games. You could have played them and, and done all right, and you would have done all right. Absolutely. That's really ballsy. It is a That's huge really gamble. ballsy. I would not do it. I really like Sun's price. I think he's at a six point nine. All right, let's 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 put ourselves on the spot here, just just to help people out. Home to Watford next match. Should should someone do it? All three? Yeah. Why not? I mean, Watford sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to do the same thing you would have to do anywhere else. What What's your you other could roll option? Out. You, do you, can you put all three of those guys in there? Are you sitting on somebody that you're trying to ship out and trying to decide what to do, and it's either a temporary fix or something? Son is hot, and he's going to be playing. He's Why playing not? striker for them, Erickson Ali. The Spurs, I think, are the most informed team right now in the league. Agreed. If they, if they score three goals... That's exactly what I was going to say. If they score three goals, it's from those guys. Exactly right. The chances of it being... Yes. The chances of it being almost... Anyone else? I agree. Is slim. Yes, I agree. That's absolutely right. They're going to score a, a couple of goals at least. Those three guys are going to be involved. You're absolutely right. Third place, Liverpool. Pick up four points from these two matches, winning the Merseyside derby over Everton three to one. Goals from Mane, Coutinho, and Origi, and then they draw at home against Bournemouth. Coutinho and Origi scoring again. Mane's name not in there because of a probably season-ending knee injury in the Everton match. If you were if you were treating uh, if you were treating fantasy Premier League players the way that you would treat the stock market, you would be scrambling with everything you had to buy Divock Origi as fast as you possibly could. He's going to play now, right? He went his he has price to now. His price went from. 6.1 to 6.2 in like eight hours as soon as there was an update on Sadio Mane's knee. Yeah. So the second that it was de- that it was determined that Mane is that the knee is serious enough that it might keep him out for the rest of the season, yeah. everybody went after him. I, and, the, and everyone was right to go after him. I believe lost another bet. I don't think we had an official bet here, but I thought Origi would be in the lineup. Right, like if I was making the lineup, I would have had. And I said Lucas would play. And technically, Origi ended up coming role. in. Lucas start. Lucas yep. started. Yep. But it wasn't the uh, who was in the midfield. It was it was Lucas and Winaldum and Winaldum and 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 Sean. And then it was Coutinho, Firmino, and Mane yep. up top, right? Which yep. is what you said. Yep. 
I th- I said if it was me, I we didn't bet this. I said if no, it was me, I thought it'd be better yeah. if Origi started and Coutinho would be behind him. Drop back, but yeah. Which that's what happened today. And they right? No. Coutinho, Firmino, and Origi with Origi through the middle. Played up front. Okay. It was the same three uh, in okay. the midfield. Okay, okay. So right. my question, yeah, Scott, is over Christmas, Mane gets hurt. Yeah. Coutinho's hurt. When Mane leaves, Coutinho gets hurt. Right. It starts the it starts the the Liverpool yep. descent to the third or fourth circle of hell. Yep. Money's gone again. Yes. Indefinitely. We can talk about a specific a specific time frame for him in the injury roundup. Okay. Yep. Do you fear even the slightest bit? Yes. That Liverpool could descend back to yes. that third circle. Yes. Today's match. Yes. Now I will say Liverpool didn't lose today because Mane was hurt. And they lacked offense as a result. They lost today because they turned off at a couple of key points, and Bournemouth lost was able points. to put both shots on target in the net. Yeah, ridiculous. It was Burnley esque, sixty-seven percent possession. Uh, yeah. They had something like ten shots to two on target or something. Bournemouth scores them both, and they draw. It's ridiculous. It sucks. It's almost unfair, can't, in a sense. But that's appeal, the way it goes. Can't we appeal the the uh, the the uh, assist uh, the assist designating high council to give Vinaldum an assist <laughs> on a Phobie's goal. Yes, that was a that was the best setup for a goal uh, that he's had in weeks. Um, hey, no, kudos it, yeah. to Phobie. Now listen, we've been touting Brian. You said last week, how do I not st- start Benek Afobi? Right? We can talk about Burnmouth. Hey, we're not there yet. Dave, parameters, buddy. There's boundaries oh, here. Oh, it's all these teams and games. You're and exactly teams. right, though. We can talk <laughs> about enough. that. I all have right, a, so. I have something to say about that Scott, when I we wanna, get there. I want to say one more thing on Liverpool. You asked about Mane. Yes. Am I nervous? Yes. Origi is in form. Coutinho scored a couple of goals. Uh, full disclosure, I do own Coutinho in my squad. What's, However, what? I am nervous about Liverpool's performances moving forward. What's Origi's? Do you know... Do you know who the is most transferred-in player is five? for the past two weeks, for the past two rounds? So since before Friday, since this last Friday. It's Coutinho. Philippe Coutinho is the most transferred-in player of all players with Zlatan nipping at his heels. Right now, Zlatan is the most transferred-in for this round, but prior to, Coutinho was by far the most transferred-in player. My issue is... With with double weeks, the the potential of double weeks coming up, I feel like Coutinho is expensive, and he's not going to have any. And I'm not. It's not because he's bad. He's obviously not. He's been great now. That's two straight. This is exactly what you would have wanted for him. Hey, Firmino, back on the back on the score sheet too. Right. Everybody's everybody looked great coming into these two matches, and then. And then Mane goes down, and now it's Origi looks like the guy. But yet again, it's a it's a guy that is a nice third option, probably. Yep, six point two, Dave. Six point two. Six point two for Origi. Yes. Can I pat myself in the back? Yeah. Scott, has Liverpool missed Lalana at all? That 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 that's it. That's good. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. You hear that, brother Matt? That's all I needed. Uh, um, With that said, the moment he's healthy, he's coming back in the lineup. All right. I'm just saying. 
Liverpool. Not missing Lallana. All right, so if you had to pick one Liverpool player going forward, I know Origi plays striker, or he's listed as a striker, so he's not in the midfield. So you still have Coutinho, Wijnaldum, Firmino. Wijnaldum still continues to find his way on the score sheets, even if he's assisting the other team. But he assisted. He had an assist today, right? Uh huh. He continues to keep scoring. Yep. And he's and he's some good money. Brother Matt's got him. Let's play a game. I don't. Let's let's play a game. Let's play a striker game. Who would you rather? <laughs> you have an option for strikers mm-hmm. that are seven. Let's say. One of the cutoff levels is 7.2. Okay. You can have one of these guys between 6 and 7.2. Who would you rather have over Divock Origi indefinitely? Okay. So I already have Divock, and I'm looking to... No, no. You, you're, you, just... need to fill a, you need to fill a spot, and you have $7.2 okay. to do it. All right. Give me Divock some Origi okay. or Christian Benteke, $7.1. You started with a hard one. Um, <laughs> man, <laughs> that's hard. I like. I would say Origi too, but only Remember, because only because he has better players. Will this change your mind? Palace's, Palace's schedule. Is Crystal brutal. Palace's schedule is murder. Yep. However, Liverpool they do the- get the double week in week 34. Now, yeah. However, however, Palace two plays at Liverpool yep. and home to Spurs. Yep. Well, two wait a minute, are we saying that the Palace schedule is brutal? Is this the Palace team who just beat Chelsea? Uh, it's yeah. Like, it's, it's also, also the, the Crystal Palace <laughs> team that got destroyed by Southampton. Which is what I was about to say. But you never know, you never know what you're going to get. Listen, they're feeling themselves. They got brought back down to earth. No. They were what? Feeling themselves. They were feeling, you know, like their chests were puff out. Like, All right, so the answer for you guys is did they find Origi by a nose. Origi by a nose. Okay, yeah, yeah. Divock Origi or Troy Deeney, 6.9. I can't bring myself to own Troy Deeney only because he plays on Watford. Let me also remind you, Watford's remaining schedule. Hold on, the Dini, rest of the season. Dini's last five games. Troy Dini's last. His form is as good as anyone. It is. Yeah. Watford's remaining schedule is murder. They so, will have a double week at some point, but they still out of their last out of their uh, the remaining schedule. They still play at Spurs, home to Liverpool, at Everton, home to Manchester City, and at Chelsea. Wow, there there is murder. Is that a relegation? Oh, and at Leicester, and they play at Leicester. Well, no, let's let's stop. Let's just talk about it when when we get there. I'm sorry, lanes, right? Lanes, stay in lanes. Stay in your lanes, man. Who would you rather have, Divock Origi or or Manolo Gabbiadini at six point seven? Assuming Gabbiadini comes back within the next two matches. No, he he should be back by this weekend, and I'll take Gabbiadini. You hope. hope I take Gabbiadini as well. Yeah. Southampton. I, I, I own us. him. I own him, and so do I. I. And I'm going to have a decision: Do I want to sell like Kyle Walker, who hasn't been doing great for me, and try to use some of that money on a Vardy for for Gabbiadini, so then I could roll out Lukaku, Ooh. Ibrahimovic, and Vardy? Absolutely not. I love the double match weeks for Southampton. Also, if Southampton showed us mm. anything this last two matches, it's that they need him as soon as he's back and he's healthy. He will put goals back in the net. That's all they have is Gabbiadini. Southampton 
the big winner of this this double Short match term. week. Yes, they are. I mean, the, yeah. Uh, so you're saying we're saying I would, uh, I would Gabby Adini over over Origi. Origi. Yes. yes, Fernando Llorente. Y- yeah. The absolute darling of most folks as a third striker yeah. who will nearly definitely be back again this weekend. Origi for me. I have Swansea's, soured. Swansea's schedule is terrific. I have soured on Urente a little because of his absence. I own him, however, as a third striker behind Lukaku and Gabbiadini. And I can't answer that right now. I, I, I like Urente. Would you even consider Alvaro Negredo? No. Um... He's 6.1. You know what my answer is, Brian? Yes, I know yours is no. Hell no! <laughs> <laughs> um, you hate poor Middlesbrough. Can I? Uh, I want to... Uh, can I say... No, wait a minute. Stop. The, the Middlesbrough that's on very possibly until today on pace to be the lowest scoring Premier League team of all time, Middlesbrough? Yeah. yeah. Hate them. Hate them offensively. I like George Friend. I mean, he's last, nice. last one. Divock Origi or Benick. A phobie, a phobie at five point four. A phobie at five. He's five point four. Benic a phobie is five point four. A phobie. His a phobie form. for his form and for the fact that he's almost a pound less. What's a phobie's last five? Benic a phobie's last five matches: two, two, twelve, two, nine. That is a goal, two goals and an assist. I w- I'll take a Rigi. I-, I like the service from Firmino and Coutinho. Two goals and an assist in his last five. It's not that I don't like a phobie, especially for that price. It's amazing. I'm just saying. Anyways, moving on. All right. Fourth place, Manchester City drew at Arsenal 2-2, thanks to goals from Leroy Sané and Sergio Aguero. Aguero scored again in the 2-1 loss at Chelsea. Give your pep stat. Man City, the losers of the two double match. I got a bombshell for you guys. <laughs> a bombshell? I got an absolute bombshell. Here's my bomb. Here's my pep stat. Uh, anyone who was watching the wait, United States. This, wait, is this, a, is this a pep stat? Yes, this, this is a Pep Guardiola. This is a manager quote of the week. This is a Pep Guardiola statistic, career statistic. Yes, okay. it's not a not a. Is not this a Scott stat of no, the week? No, certainly not. It could be, but it's not. Do you have one? Uh, Yeah. Heck, I would take this as my this stat is Scott's of the week. Stat this of is week. amazing. Go ahead, Scott. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Pep Guardiola suffered league defeats home and away to the same opponents in a single league season for the first time in his managerial career. How about Never that one, Dave? Has a club done the double on a Pep club before? Chelsea double. did it today. Wow, with yes. a double, <laughs> Hazard with a double, doing the double. To City. Over Pep Pep, if you so, want to give his name the double. Pep Pep. So, <laughs> today, I don't know if you guys were watching at all today. Yes. So, nah. today, did you watch Just the kidding. Goal Rush no, option on was, NBC Sports Network? No, because I wanted to watch all of the Arsenal game. So, I cannot, I don't, I should have looked this up already, but I was too busy finding all these other things. But whoever was color commentator for the Goal Zone, or for the Goal Rush channel for yeah. NBC Sports today... As soon as they subbed off De Bruyne, as soon as Pep subbed him off, commentator said, "I don't understand this move. You're chasing the game, and you're taking and you're off your taking best playmaker, the guy. Yeah, and you're subbing on Raheem Sterling. This guy's creative. Why not sub off 
Sane. Fernandinho. Yes, yes. And move somebody else back. Uh, sub off. Who was the other guy that was out there at the time that he said that they said, "Why not move?" You need it was David Silva. So David Silva was in the middle, and De Bruyne and uh, Sane were on the wings. Why not move one of those other guys back to a more defensive position and bring in another attacking option? Yeah. Why wouldn't the world wouldn't you do that? Well, yeah. Pep it's, doesn't like to give KDB a full ninety. It seemed like. It seemed like. It was an instance of not even fan guy watching Matt who seemed like could make the obvious decision not to do something like that. Then said it again because he subbed on Nolito for Sané at 85 minutes and said, why are you doing? Like, why do this? You have a guy who's in the best form on the team right now other than Aguero. And you're subbing on a guy who hasn't scored since, like, 2014, it feels like. Yeah. I mean, it's been sooner. Sure. I mean, maybe it was mad respect for Chelsea and their ability to put in a third. You know, instead, he decided to go for the like-for-like substitution. No, but so that, that doesn't wouldn't... matter. That what I'm, what I guess, doesn't I guess matter. part of it, too, is... True. You just, you're coming off a draw. Like, a lot of people... Someone st- consider a bad draw at Arsenal. What I'm saying is... For them in the match, it was this might be your only chance. If you have a chance of catching them, you need to beat them. Yes, I the agree. least you need to do is draw them. And you just took off two of your. You just took off your your best playmaker in KDB and your best inform attack. And then you took off your best inform the guy who's yeah. been on fire for you for a guy who's not on fire. Yeah, it's true. See if you can. We're going to play another game called Manchester City Rotations. Mm-hmm. Tell me if okay. you can find a pattern here. Okay. 2-2 draw against Spurs. I'm only doing the last eight weeks that, that Leroy Sané has been starting for them. Okay. Sterling off at 82nd minute. These are the, the, the prominent players, the players that most matter to okay. for analysis purposes. Raheem Sterling off at the 82nd minute. They draw 2-2 against Spurs. De Bruyne off at 67 minutes, Aguero off at 73 minutes, Silva off at 80th minute in the 4-0 defeat of the Hammers. 2-1 victory against Swansea. De Bruyne off at 78th minute, Aguero at the 83rd minute for Raheem Sterling. 2-0 versus Cherries. Aguero on for Jesus in the 15th minute. That was the Jesus injury game. Sterling off in stoppage time. 2-0 victory against Sunderland. De Bruyne on at 78 minutes in place of Yaya. Sterling off at 82nd minutes for 82nd minute for Nolito. Sané off in the 89th for Delph. Nil-nil draw against Stoke. Sterling did not play. Silva on for Navas in the 57th minute. 1-1 Liverpool draw. Sané off in the 83rd minute. 2-2 draw against Arsenal. Sterling off at halftime for Yaya. Silva off in the 89th minute for Zabaleta. And then in this win against Chelsea, De Bruyne off for Sterling in the 79th minute. Sané off for Nolito. That's crazy. Wild. What's your take from that, Brian? There's a lot of missing Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling misses a lot of minutes. Yeah. Pep's quote, when he was asked about... um, Which, Which is weird. When Pep was asked about substituting... Um, Yaya in place of Sterling at halftime of the Arsenal match. 
asked why, whether that was an injury or it was tactical, and he said it was tactical. We need more passes. More passing is what he said. Which makes me think of Barcelona. Yeah, I just it's such a weird set of guys. Aguero is Aguero. And I think unless for some I think I saw somewhere that that Jesus is is training again, but he's not coming back anytime no, anytime no. soon. He's not going anywhere. Ianacho's not sniffing the field for some reason. Amazing. Aguero's the guy. He, every other one of those guys has been subbed off at some point. But really, the only guys, as far as rest goes, it's been DeBrauna and and Sterling, and way more Sterling. I, I don't own any City players. No. And I haven't for a while. Yeah. Early on, it was, we don't know who Pep's going to start. Right. Seemed to settle into some starting, and, and I think I owned Raheem Sterling for a little while. You did. Sold him, I think maybe at the right time. Yeah, he's not playing minutes. Just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. He didn't have a drop of form. He only had a drop of starts. There's only one explanation that I can think of as you're giving that up, Brian. It's Pep having a plan, a system, you know, what we've been talking about all year long, and he's going to stick to it no matter what. It's pretty clear that he has an idea of who's going to go in and out during each match yeah. and for certain reasons, and he's not going to deviate from that. And I don't know why that includes Sterling so much, but at the same time, it just it 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 just reeks of of pepness, <laughs> and and I smells, think it's getting in his own way. Smell yeah. the smell of pepness. It sometimes it uh it works and sometimes it doesn't. It just seems like for a guy who started the season and it was like, oh man, he's rejuvenated Raheem Sterling. Yep. Basically, right when everyone's noticing that, or as people are picking up on the fact that Sterling is a new man under Pep Guardiola in Manchester City, that's about the time he starts dipping and then starts sitting more often. It's almost like he was like, oh, you noticed, so now I need to do something different. And it's been like that. As soon as he picked up again, he's right back down and, and, and now said of him, we need more passes, and who suffers? He does. Yeah. Before we move on, any City players you want? I mean, Aguero, other than Aguero, maybe. Want. Yeah, that's it. Other than Aguero, I want Aguero, and and I I do want Sane. I want Sane. Would you own him? You don't own him now, but would you? I have been trying as hard as I possibly can to, to figure fit out. him in, but it's hard. Okay, fair enough. Fifth place, Arsenal, pick up four points, drawing at home against City two two goals from Theo Walcott. And Scrota Mustafi. <laughs> 3 0 win at home over the Hammers. Urzel, Theo Walcott again. Olivier Giroud. Nice goal from Giroud. Yeah. Did, hey, Dave. Did you wait. see his celebration? Very it, muted. It wasn't. There it was, was like, <laughs> Mother, you should be starting me. <laughs> Welbeck's had two starts and done Jack. You know what I'm saying. I'm serious, right? Uh, His goal. Well, it was either that or they were up by three at that point, so there was no need to celebrate. He didn't even crack a smile. It was like the business as usual. It's true. He almost was almost like he had played for the Hammers. Like. (laughs) And put it in the wrong net. No, 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 no. But he's like a returning player. He scores on them and doesn't celebrate, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like a little bit his goal was today. Anyways. Drew make- came on as a super sub. Welbeck got the start. 
Drew did not start, still got a goal. Well, back in, in Ozil, which we can talk about briefly, I... He's, he's over the... He, his Champions League hangover is gone. Ozil, and I've said this before, I've said this for a couple of weeks, is a candy ass. <laughs> yes, and is. if I was managing and or owning a team, he'd be out the door. I cannot stand fragile weakness minds. You don't buy Wenger saying that M- his remember body... Remember Mr. Fragile Weakness, Brian? His remember body that? language betrays him? That he trains as hard as anyone else does? No, now, Scott, what was the quote? I'm looking right at it. Wenger saying after this match, he, he was hit hard after the defeat in Champions League. It took him some time for him to recover mentally. Yeah. Yeah. He oh. couldn't play for weeks because he was sad. He got spanked by Bayern. And then for the mo- the next by three my weeks, fellow by mostly my fellow countrymen who probably made fun of me afterwards. Probably. Can I can I just say something? And the next three weeks you mope and pout. Yeah. And the team has to make up fake injury reports. Right. He doesn't travel with the team. Which I love Wenger's honesty because he basically said what we knew, which the injuries were fake. Yes. You've made mistakes at work before, right, Dave? Yes. You've had bad days. Yes. I have too. Brian, I'm sure Brian, you've had bad days at bad work. Day. You've made mistakes at work. What do you do the next day? You go back to work, right? (laughs) Yes. You don't get to take days off. Maybe you can take a personal day. Okay, fine. You take a personal day, a mental health day, whatever. But eventually, you got to get back to work. You don't get three weeks off before you get to go back to work, right? Wenger said going into the West Ham match that that Ozil was focused and ready to go. Well, you know what? Boy, was he ever focused. He was. He was right. I'm just glad that Ozil's looking for $25 million in wages next year. This is what's annoying, though. This is the player that's been there. His mind hasn't been in it. I have no time for that. That guy, let's not forget, Arsenal, and I don't know the exact number, has lost out of the last, like, nine games, seven of them plus. I don't think they won in March, okay? I don't think they won in March. And Out of the last, hold on. I gotta, out I gotta, of the last I gotta, nine gotta, games, I'm pretty sure they lost seven of them. I've got to do a fact check on your stat. Out of the last nine matches, they've lost seven plus. That yeah. sounds exactly right. Okay, no, just making sure. I was, okay, I mean maybe sure we were right. Give him okay. whatever. Plus or minus one. Bottom line is the guy's been there and has shut it down. And yeah. if I'm a teammate, oh my gosh, man, I would I would light him up. All right, I have one question. Hey, for they you. beat Hall in in February, Dave. I have one question for you, Dave, resident Arsenal expert. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm assuming that you still feel good about Alexis, despite not scoring any goals in these two matches. Uh, Brian or, and I were talking about or, that. Or restated, Dave, does Alexis make you nervous? A little bit. Or let me ask you this. I, I captained him this week. thinking. Oh, that- sorry. In a new segment we like to call, Alexis, you nervous, bro? Oh, man, bruh. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Well, that's what LeBron said on Twitter. This is not a basketball podcast, bruh. Um, Would you dare finish your Alexis thought, and then I want to ask you a question. No, I am nervous. I am nervous. I captained him, not nervous, thinking that he didn't have – he didn't do anything in the city game. I mean, not nothing. He had some chances. But he didn't have an assist and or score. Two blanks in a row. That's correct. Against – not great defense. I thought that today, with Cresswell not out, and let's be honest, West Ham's sort of been a sieve. They they've stink. been they've been on a downslide. Arsenal the- scored five goals. Alexis didn't score any of them in these last two matches. I he know. didn't assist any of them. And that's really weird. Dave, today 
Alexis had two shots off target, both kicked from outside the box. His one shot from inside the box was blocked. Dave, he's expensive. I know. And everyone, including everyone at the Fantasy Premier League, we love the Fantasy Premier League folks, but everyone makes it sound like he is as crucial a player as to have in your roster as there is a guy because nah. of how many games Arsenal has left. Nah. And all of a sudden, Theo Walcott, out of, out of nowhere. nowhere. Out of absolutely nowhere. Goals Here comes Theo again. Yeah. Would you, that was the question I'm, I wanted to ask you. He scored in each of these last two matches. Do you dare sell Alexis for Theo? That is so much money difference. Yeah, it's at least it it's like else. five dollars. Right. So you're different. asking me, right? So for me, what what that means for me is this: Would I rather have Alexis or and Gabby Adini, or would I rather have Walcott and Vardy? I've I have an answer. Do you? On current form, it's Walcott and Vardy. Absolutely, it is. Can I can I be a a jerk for a second? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't owned Alexis all season. Highest score in the fantasy Premier League. I avoid Arsenal players. It's a rule. You know this. Mm-hmm. Haven't owned Alexis all season. Where am I in the standings? You are in first place. <laughs> He's not that crucial, Brian. He okay. is not that crucial. No, I, I know. I'm just saying. There's a reason, Scott. He might not be that crucial, but there is a reason why he is leading the league. Sure. Points. Can't deny that. Points. And are yet. Points. And yet, money is money, and he is. Eating up a lot of it. Okay, how about closer to the dollar range? The rest of the year, knowing that he has an, an ec- at least one more match, him or Hazard. I don't. I don't want to own Hazard. Okay, that's about two dollars difference between the players. It's a four point four pound difference between Alexis and Theo. It's a lot. Wow. You can use a lot. Of, you can do a lot of good with that kind of money. I mean, I bought Deli Ali with. I mean, less that than does that take bank. you from any of those six dollar strikers that we said to yeah. Vardy. Yeah, maybe depending on how you do it, it could get you to Lukaku. Yeah, you could. You could own both. You could own both. Lukaku and right. Ibrahimovic you already. Could, you could seriously own Lukaku, Vardy, and Gabbiadini as your three strikers. No, I could own Lukaku, even Vardy, and Ibrahimovic yeah. is what I could That's currently what I was gonna say. You could I mean, go, you could the go to loss, three big names at the, even at, if you drop a little bit in points in that midfield spot by having Theo over Alexis, how much more are you gaining at, the, yeah, at forward? Yeah, I know. Do you, well, but, uh, well, see, but see, Gabby Dini's coming back, and yeah. he was pretty hot when he was there. What I'm saying is, exactly. though, the, all of those extra matches, Arsenal's schedule is not terrible, and I think that's part of it, is that Right. And that and because he's Alexis Sanchez. I guess the the bigger thing is all of his value, value, his real value was when he was playing striker, when he was the guy up front. Yes. When Giroud was hurt and Welbeck was still hurt, yeah. And everything kind of went through him at the top. That's when he exploded. Now, obviously, Welbeck is the guy up top. Well, maybe. And he's he's flanking out there on the sides. He gets three shots today against probably the worst Defense, they might see the rest of the year. It makes me nervous. You know what else? And I he's bought doing? him. You know what else he's doing? He's out there practice, and then after he's out there flanking with Barca scouts and yeah, Bayern scouts. Look, and... I'm just saying, man, he mm. makes me nervous, and, and I know everybody's all over him now. Sixth place, Manchester United. 
two draws this past week, both at home. Eighth place West Brom, seventh place Everton. The only goal for United in both matches, a late Zlatan penalty kick over Everton. Snatching. Give your Manchester United Jose Mourinho stat. Uh, the fact that he's two points behind Louis Van Gaal at the same point in their uh, coaching careers. Yeah, isn't that the, he had the he has the worst managerial home record of any Manchester United? Are you serious? Manager, something like that. I did not see at that. this point in the season. It's something like that. We need our stat team to confirm that. Uh, if only we had researched this prior to this. This Kyle Hacky podcast. Kyle and Robbie of NBC Sports here in the United States, their coverage post match uh-huh. was epic regarding United's problems. Kyle Martino in particular blasted Mourinho for his inability to be clear tactically. Uh-huh. Did you see the first five minutes no. after the half? Are you gonna uh-huh. talk about Fellaini? The fact that Come they on. subbed in Pogba. Pogba didn't know where he was supposed to play, which meant that none of the guy, none of the back five knew where they were supposed to play. And for the first five minutes, they kept switching positions back and forth while they were passing the ball at the back. It was, it was, a, it was a nightmare. It was serious? really embarrassing. Go watch the video. They showed it. They oh, they the, actually the, fir- the of the Everton game or the West Brom game. It was uh, this last match. It was okay. yesterday's match against okay. Everton. Is this why Zlatan has apparently accepted a deal to come play for the <laughs> LA Galaxy? Yeah, because he knows there's better tactics at Galaxy Listen, right now. You know what, Brian? If you're Zlatan, what do you have to prove? You go to the Premier League. You're gonna finish in the top three. In goals, and you sat out like six games, not from injury, from suspension. What do you have to prove? Here's Zlatan. You don't have to prove anything. No, you got statues made. Yeah, just go cash he, in. He crapped on Scott Weeby in the first before December. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was sad that um, it was I mean, sad that uh, Antonio. That's the, one, the one thing I got wrong. <laughs> it was sad that very Antonio, badly. It's sad that Antonio Valencia rested for the West Brom game, but. I mean, for the Everton game, there's nothing you can do about that. He's still one of the most most brought in players of anybody. Mourinho's getting League. weird. He's getting weird with his player selection. He's calling out players. There's a lot of guys who are going to be gone. After yeah, the this Luke year. Shaw thing is weird. Yes. All I yes. can say is go go you know look how around many teams about are Luke like Shaw. Licking their chops to get Luke Shaw. Oh yeah, I hope Liverpool do. Oh, I mean, my seriously. Um, Mourinho's not good with the kids. I mean, the kids are struggling. Uh, Martino, again, going back to the NBC. Oh, man, Rashford, what happened to Mark? Well, hey, not just Rashford. Martial, um, where is Martial? Rashford, there's Martial. And Lingard? Uh, yeah, who is in the back? Bailly? Um, I don't remember. They, they pointed out someone else and basically said that, oh, Luke Shaw, she's like 24. Yeah, Luke Shaw's very young. We Here's Mourinho to- calling them out, saying that they need to, to grow up. We- Meanwhile, Pep, is treating his kids across, you know, just across the city. He's he's you know basically taking care of his kids. You've got Sane performing well. Sterling, when he plays, is doing is doing yeah. fine. Jesus was great, it, and you know Pep's doing everything in house. I'm not Mar- saying I like Pep. I, I hate both of them on a on a, a sports level. But Pep at least is taking care of his young players. Mourinho's acting like he doesn't want his. Mourinho around. does not know how to relate to millennials. No, he does not. And that he's is washed the up. issue. He's washed up. He thinks. He's still coaching the old ways. Yep. It showed itself last year. Yeah, but when you've been called the great one for for infinity years. Yeah, you know who else is called the great one? That was a group of players that weren't millennials. No, they were old. Okay? That was a group of players. That's it. I'm out of here. That that was a group of players that weren't. Hey, Brian, can you get me some coffee? (laughs) Go ahead, Dave. 
I don't know how much is left. That's a group of players yeah. that weren't millennials. Okay? No, they were older, yeah, for he sure. He has not had any type of success with any young players, nope. period. Nope, he doesn't know what to do with them. And if you're a United ownership, are you, are you, you tying your – anchoring your boat to this – anchoring your boat Manchester to this United. dock? Huh? It's still Manchester United, Dave. Doesn't uh, doesn't no. prestige listen, have anything to do with it? You're only li- listen. Your only hope. Your only hope with Mourinho is to buy a title with veterans. You have one year to do it with Mourinho. He's going to find eleven he, veterans. He thought he was going to get Zlatan next year. Zlatan, He's, according yeah. to the rumors, it's going to be <laughs> be playing here in the U.S. next year for the LA Galaxy. Yeah, they're going to buy Griezmann and they're going to buy. I'd like Obama to see Yang. Him. They're gonna resurrect Diego Maradona's youthfulness. Hey, actually, he might, he might be able body. to play for Mourinho. Guys, He's old. Here Mark. is what I'm saying. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Not really. Other <laughs> young guys like a Obama Obamarang. No, like oh. Boomerang. From now on, I'm going. <laughs> we're to not boomerang. doing a how to say about that, Brian. He doesn't matter to Dave yet because he plays in Germany. Like, like Prince Boomerang or Griezmann or anyone Kevin, else. You're that, thinking of Kevin Prince Boateng. You no, probably, I'm not. Who also plays in Germany? I think. No, I'm not. I know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Boomerang. <laughs> um, he plays in the yellow jersey for Dortmund. A- anyways, moving on. The, the bo- only one in the, the yellow jersey. The point is, is what do you think these other guys are are doing? When they look at Mourinho coaching Hazard and all the other millennials that he failed to coach last year, and then they're starting to look at United and realizing he does not coach coach millennials this year, why do I want to go play for him? It's the same thing that you talked about uh, and have been talking about for the last couple of years with England, Dave. They're they're looking at that and they're like, eh, and then they're looking at the other hand and they're like, man, it's a lot of money. It's a crap ton of money. Crap ton of money. And it's the money that's causing the problem. Because they're attracting these great young players. What would Paul Pogba have had to do up to this point more than he's done to justify 100 million pounds? Um, put all six goals in that have hit the woodwork. Ten and five? Ten goals, five assists? I said in the yeah. beginning of the year that I expected Pogba to get eight and eight. I don't know where he's at right now. Probably close. I don't think he's anywhere close. Would you rather have right oh, now games left. Paul Pogba close. or Jorginho Vinaldum? Oh, Vinaldum. <laughs> Vinaldum. Oh, my gosh. You're talking about like in fantasy or real life? Uh, let's keep this in a fantasy setting yeah, since it's a fantasy podcast. Would you rather have Paul Pogba or Wilfred Zaha? Zaha. That's not even a question. I was exactly. Thinking, yeah. This is what I mean. You could go down... Would you rather have Paul Pogba or Ryan Frazier from Bournemouth? Pogba. Frazier. Frazier's scoring points right now. Pogba's not. He, he came in at half. That's what I mean. Would you rather have. I think you would have to get all the way down to. I would just you rather said have that Paul, I would rather Ryan Frazier than Paul Pogba. I never thought this day would stupid. come. Would you you're rather dumb. have Paul no, Pogba? That's true. I'm telling you seriously. I think you'd have to get down to the level of would you rather have Paul Pogba or Joe Allen? I think that's about the point where you say, no, I'm I'll take Joe my Allen. chances with Paul Pogba. I'm buying stop, Joe Allen. Stop. Stoke's going to turn it around. I know you're just speaking in a fantasy term, but still stop. No, man. I, I, I'm I'm um, Obviously, yeah. in real life, if you could have the peak of that player, you'd want him at his peak. But he hasn't even touched it. Everyone agrees. 
everyone talks about this as like name, it's a, and I said this at Chelsea. Name the last player who's gotten better under Mourinho. I don't know, David. There, it, they are. There aren't. Okay, any. that's a good answer. Yeah, I don't know. There aren't there. any okay. players are what they are when they come to Chelsea and they get worse, and then they go places. Lukaku used to play for Mourinho, out the door. Daniel Sturridge used to play for him, out the door. De Bruyne. Um, De Bruyne, out the door. There is lists upon lists of people who get better when they leave Chelsea under Mourinho and or now at United. I'm just saying he is not what he is cracked up to be. Four Other goals, than four goals, three assists for Paul Pogba. I think I you're, you're more right than I was, Scott. There's a new, I feel like it's an amended list of fantasy players that you can own from Manchester United. There's one. Well, there's two. There's Zlatan two. Ibrahimovic, Antonio, Antonio Valencia. David De Gea. Yeah, and De Gea is, and De Gea is De Gea. expensive. But yeah, they, that's but why. But he hasn't been producing clean sheets. I'm just saying. Of the guys that you can own, those yeah, are the guys. Yeah, that's fair. All right. I'm just saying. Seventh place, Everton. Lose at Liverpool 3-1. to one. The long goal coming from Matthew Pennington. And then we just discussed the 1-1 draw with United. Everton's goal coming from Phil Jagielka. Uh, the big hit is probably the in the defense. Obviously, Seamus hurt a couple of matches ago. Ashley Williams is sent off with a straight red for a handball in the box, which led to the Zlatan penalty kick. Another defender, the third in the last three three weeks, three matches, who uh, is now going to be out for an extended period for Everton. Uh, the big stat that folks were throwing around, uh, this is now six of seven blanks for Lukaku on the road mm. and two straight. Uh, are you selling him? Home He's, against his, Leicester? I've been talking price, about holding him. His price is down. Well, that means people have started selling him. Oh, yeah. So, and he stole the most owned guy, what's but, your schedule? but he's down. That's did very they, good. Did they sell him for Zlatan midweek? That's what I mean. I think it's either to him or Vardy. Yeah. I'm you, holding. You'd rather have Vardy. Here's I, why. I mean, if you're asking me, you want to know what current form the last three weeks, sure. uh, Vardy's been the better player. You want to hold him? They play home to Leicester, home to Burnley, at West Ham. It's your next three. They man, still have home. They still good, play man. Chelsea at home and Arsenal away. Yeah, I'm holding. But it's at Swansea and home Watford are the other two. I'm not, so f- I'm five, not selling him yet. Five of their yeah. last seven. Five of the last seven weeks are. Real or nice. They are. So, and with three defenders out now for the next three matches, I mean, there could be a lot of two twos. And who's scoring I'll, two goals? I hey, also but what like, about, yeah, but what about his attitude? Uh, the shushing Williams Well, attitude, that too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like it at all. I, I'd have gotten in the locker room and pimp slapped him. I mean, Ashley Williams, I don't know what their, their argument and or – Row was at the end of that game is saying something to him, something to him, giving him some form of correction and or instruction. And Lukaku at a distance holds his finger up like he's the teacher in a class in a in a shushing motion. Oh man, to Ashley, the veteran Ashley Williams. Yeah, and you know, I don't know, man. That stuff makes me. If I'm a fantasy owner, that stuff makes me nervous. Lukaku, owning him going forward. Lukaku or Vardy. Current form, Vardy. Uh, like, as of the last three weeks, but Lukaku's been good. Vardy's in the better form 
like on a micro level, and, like literally the last and couple of matches. Here's the thing, and this has been going on for the last five weeks. Lester has the spirit of the championship Lester back. The spirit. In other words, their locker room is good. Everything yeah, is good. Right. We are winning games and things are good. And I it feels the opposite with this whole Lukaku thing. Yeah, Morales also refusing to shake Kuman's hand when he was subbed off or, or in this yeah. last match. There's there's issues. Uh, people are trying to figure out whose egos are going to be bigger at Everton. Kuman's going to win that. That's going to that's going their results are going to suffer coming down the stretch. In other I words, don't. that's the train, the the Kuman train that I was on a few weeks ago. Brian, I'm bailing. I'm jumping hard I don't and fast. Disagree with you on Vardy over Lukaku right now. With that said, I've got too many other moves to make. I'm keeping Lukaku, and I don't think I'm going to suffer too much. Now, I'm not captaining him anymore. He's staying in my lineup, but I was captaining him for a few weeks. Right. There. I'm not captaining him anymore. Yeah. So there, there's a change there on my part, but I'm going to keep Lukaku in my lineup. Holgate, I love Holgate as a defender. Oh. Dirt cheap. Listen, and and hey. in the Liverpool game, he had multiple uh, – no, no, forgive me. No, no, yeah, the Liverpool game, he had multiple shots, hard shots from outside. Um, he I, – I like Holgate going forward. So many people bailed on him after he – after the, uh, when he lost his regular starting position. So his price was – his, but he's at, he is at that basement level. Yeah. He is even for, for now. Venus Mori is not coming back. Seamus Coleman is not coming back. Holgate, Williams is out for three. Holgate against Liverpool in the second half was the only guy who could kick a ball hard. <laughs> he put a couple shots. I know. He had what... a really good blast with his foot, and he had a really nice opportunity for a header right in front of goal that he really probably should have done better with, but still... Uh, like you're not expecting him to be, you know, all of a sudden attacking or whatever. I but f- for four dollars, yes, I think th- I think the fact that he's coming up big time, I think it's only a matter of time. He's the second most transferred in defender for the week, along with Jagielka and Baines. Yeah, so that makes sense. West Brom eighth place, no points, no goals in these last two matches. Nil nil at United. They did pick up a point there. Nothing to talk about. And they lose at Watford 2-0. Except, so, if you, for some reason, haven't been listening to us... Hey, Matt Phillips still, um, came back. He played a half. Nothing happened. Not, I, not yeah, a thing happened because he played against Watford where nothing happened for <laughs> anyone who played for them at all. True story. I mean... I, I love Matt Phillips. I think you got to give him a little time. Uh, maybe he's at own coming down the stretch. I don't think, you know, give you guys credit... West Brom got to 40 points, and uh, they've gotten to 40 points. All I said, and you know what else? They're nowhere close to 7th, and they're, were, they're nowhere close to ninth. They're literally not playing for anything. They're going to finish in 8th place. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they do anymore. They're officially, I'll say it, they're officially. They are at the beach. Did yep. you see West Brom, which I'll be in, behind the badge special on NBC Sports? No, not yet, but I want to. Uh, they specifically talked about exactly the thing you would hope that a team wouldn't necessarily talk a lot about, which is everyone knows they're not the biggest club ever. They're close-knit. It's a nice little family they've got there. So 
absolute priority is maximizing every dollar as far as it can possibly go and staying in the league. They are very good at that. They are safe. Yep. And it's pride. All right. Can Tony Pulis generate enough pride in their murder schedule the rest of the season to do anything good at all? Who are you who are you owning? From West Bromwich Albion, no one. West Brom was a trend. It was nice while it no, lasted. It wasn't a trend. They were they were productive. They were a good. They were productive. scoring three or four goals yes, a day. They were. They were being non West yeah, Brom for a couple of months, and they were a seasonal trend. The wheels have fallen <laughs> off that bike. <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a wheelless bike. It was like fall. Just, they, it's they turned the into winter, a stationary bike. They were the winter fashion. Scott the says Premier trend. Dave says, no, they weren't. They were only popular for a short time and doing really <laughs> well for a while. That's not a trend. <laughs> Southampton. Nil-nil uh, with Bournemouth and then a 3-1 win. Kind of out of nowhere. Nathan Redmond, Mayo wow. Yoshida. Man. And my boy, JWP. Southampton. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Before you get into that. Scott, good call. Thank you. You sir. said this three week three weeks ago, two weeks ago, and then last pod, and then this pod. This the second after you said J- JWP James Ward Prowse, he ends up scoring in back to back weeks. He had not. I mean, seriously, what had he done before then? What had given you the inkling to say, "Hey, why don't you play JWP?" You know, been, because I thought you were full of it for a few weeks. A yeah. But he a bit had not good. produced on the score sheet. He's too good not to for too long. Right, fair enough. I think he's too good. Not Kudos to, to you. Good young well talent. Done. And uh, once he started getting consistent playing time, it was bound to happen. It was honestly kind of an easy one to call. With that said, I said earlier, you know, I'm not fooled by these three goals against Palace. They need Gabby Adini. As soon as he's back in the lineup, things are going to funnel through him. And I think you keep Gabby Adini moving Starting forward. in the 22nd week against Leicester, other than a match that he didn't play, he went 10-2-6-2-10-3-7. For $5, for five even dollars, I mean, come on. What were those numbers again? 10-2-6-2-10-3-7. Wow. Listen. Southampton, with a, with 100 games left to play in the season, the cheapest, productive, <laughs> defensive people that you can own right now in Maya Yoshida, who we talked about forever ago. Yes. And then Jack Stevens, who's been starting a lot for them, who is an even $4 along who? with Mason really Holgate. really ballsy, though. Who? Jack Stevens? Jack Stevens. Jack Stevens for Southampton. He is in even $4. Jack Stevens' form goes exactly with Southampton's form. So he's gotten in the last five. He goes 6-1-1-8-5. Jack Stevens got an assist today. Is that the bombshell you're dropping on me, Jack Stevens? Because it's pretty good. What? No, I'm just great. saying. Those were really good numbers. Jack Stevens is $4. I say... If you could afford Ryan Bertrand, who for some mysterious reason did not start for the first time in a while, any of those defensive Southampton people, for especially though Yoshida, who's now up to four point three. Tell me about Southampton players, Brian. They have double matches. You've got a, up. 
first of all, on, they got double matchups yeah. coming up, right? At least at two, probably, right? I believe two. Yeah. They have not scheduled those. Uh, they, they're but they're not great. They they play Arsenal at home and they play Manchester United at home. But at least they're both at home. They'll they'll yeah. Okay, so tell me this. Um, what's their schedule? It's not. It's it's not bad. I mean, they it's it's their next three. Their next three. They play at West Brom next, then they play home to Manchester City, and then they play at Chelsea. So the next three. <laughs> are you confident that Manchester City going to Southampton no. is going to stop them from scoring goals? No. And then at Chelsea, not the not ideal. Who's going to score the one Southampton goal? That's the question against Chelsea, right? I'm just saying. Manolo. I feel like between oh, Gabby Adini, between Gabby Adini up front, with Tadic, Redmond, Ward, Prowse as decent options in midfield, and then any three or four between Yoshida, Jack Stevens, Cedric Suarez, and Ryan Bertrand, you got a lot of options on this team. And that's a lot of points. That's mm. very optimistic of you. I'm just saying. And I, I admire your analysis. It's very good. However. You're a moron. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> going to put you down. I'm going to bring up another angle. Okay, okay, so Jose Font left in January under some uh, strenuous circumstances with the manager, Claude right. Puel. Dusan Tadic goes away on international break and, and, and makes some really weird comments about another strained relationship yes that he has with claude puel the guy is not connecting well with his stars southampton are gonna, southampton are gonna be on the beach very soon do you have any hesitation regardless of who they're playing because they're not really playing for much and they yeah. don't like their manager but here's the thing about southampton southampton players if you're playing for southampton you know you know Liverpool play. Liverpool's looking at them, <laughs> right? I mean, you know other clubs. James Ward if Prowse for Liverpool. If there's one thing Southampton loves to do, it's sell their young players because they're just going to go get more. So these young players are going to continue to play. If the only central defender that Liverpool signed next year is Jack Stevens, so help me, <laughs> I might quit being a Liverpool fan. Next, Watford rounding out the top half of the table. They won both of their matches to get to 10th, winning at home against Sunderland 1-0 and 2-0 over West Brom. Miguel Brito scoring against Sunderland. He had the most roller coaster uh, week of anyone in the Premier League, scoring against Sunderland in their first match and then in the midweek getting sent off because of a double yellow. Kind of soft, but that's a story for another podcast. Uh, Imbine Yang and Troy Deeney scoring against West Brom. Are you sure you said that right? Brian? Yeah, sounds right. Thank you. Mm, I'm going to need to officially be told how to say that. I have a runner-up for manager quote of the week. Walter, Masari, Watford, manager. I just don't know exactly what the quote is, but it's my runner-up for manager quote of the week, and this is why. This Did is, you see the is... scenes on the, on the touchline between him and... And one of his assistants fighting with one another during the match, screaming, doing the whole Italian hand under the chin thing. You know, I'm not talking to the mics. I'm trying to do it. Like, like the Godfather. Yeah. They're screaming at each other on the touchline. Mm. And when he was asked about it after the match, he refused to talk about it. He tried to say that he's like, look at the other manager uh, for you know West Brom. It's like, no, no, no. You're the one fighting with your assistant, like, Walter. Like all of a sudden he doesn't understand English. 
his interpreter spoke for him in the in the oh, interview. Geez. Really? Yeah, you're 30 matches in to your career in England, and you still don't speak enough English to speak to the press. Most Europeans is that speak is that that's English. not that's Jose not wrong Marina to bring did up. The is same it? thing. Whenever the reporter asked him after the match in the West Brom match, asked him about why he was so kind of buddy buddy with Tony Pulis because they are friends. Yeah, and maybe that's why he I don't asked like him it. if it was um, if it was kind of like. Uh, 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 kind of like an even Stevens, like you feel like this was a uh, everything kind of equaled <laughs> yeah. out, and he was like, "Yes, I don't know what you mean." Like all of a sudden, pretended to not understand. <laughs> that's what you take away from the match. That's a, that's what you see from the match. Yeah, and then like kept throwing oh. it back at the reporter. And the reporter's like, like, "This is not about me, Jose. It's about I'm you." I'm just asking yeah. you if that <laughs> one of them played. One team played to win. The other team played prehistoric football. Since you bring it up, <laughs> I have that. Ma- I have that quote. Um, it's just, yeah, that's that. My manager quote of the week is, uh, is whatever Mazzari was yelling to his assistant manager on the touchline. Mm. Uh, Mourinho, after that West Brom match, we have a lot of draws this season. Teams come here just to defend. Goalkeepers come here to be men of the match. (laughs) 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 That's That's Oh, I do not like him. All right. Is is anyone playing Dini? I'm not. You're buying Dini? If you you own could. You could, right? You could. Absolutely. Their schedule I, is not good, even a little bit. However, he's Troy Deeney, and he's on he's on he takes penalties. Yep. And and he is the ball, going to ball seems to find him and go. I was in. gonna say he has a nose for the net. Yep. He's good at I the agree. he's good at costaing in some goals yep. here and there. Good. Well said. Leicester with a pair of 2-0 home victories over Stoke and Sunderland. See them climb to 11th. They still have not lost under uh, Craig Shakespeare, current manager for them. He's interim, right? Interim manager, Craig Shakespeare. They have not officially named him manager. Jamie Vardy scored a goal in both matches. Uh, Wilfred Ndidi with a laser in the Stoke match. Goodness gracious. Islam Um, Slamani. When you saw it, did you say, yes, Ndidi? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I, I wish I would have. If it's so did, obvious I should have. I was going to say, that's the problem. In our, in our, in our text thread... <laughs> if you said it, shame on you. In our text thread, Brian texts, as it happened, indeedy, good lord. Yeah. I believe that's exactly no, what the text was. I think it was a little bit more... Rocket. It was a little bit more PG-13 than that, actually. Maybe. Yeah. Remember, because we said we were going to call our pod something. Um, Listen. Anyway, Lester, buy him. Vardy. I like Vardy. And uh, I own, I currently own Fuchs. I saw that. I going to say, if you want to own a defender, yeah. are you even considering Riyad Mahrez? No. I know we've said his name. No, I'm not. But two but in I a like row after he had gone two in a row scoring. I know. I know. The connection is not, it does not involve Mahrez. It involves Albrighton and Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Yeah. Something's and, and, still yeah, weird. Water. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Mahrez still has, doesn't seem right. Um, but man, Vardy, Vardy seems to have, he found that it again and, and he's, he's yeah, that goal in the second match yes. uh, was a, that, that's one, a striker the, in the, form. The one timer. Yeah. That's a striker yep. in form. Yes. Stoke city, two road matches, two losses, zero goals. There is nothing, 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 nothing. I agree. There is nothing here. No. Jeff Cameron. <laughs> Good. Thank you for being American and being in the Premier League somewhere. Salute. Yeah. Salute That's you, it. Yeah. Sure. The it, only thing that you, the only thing for me, like I said last week, 
there is an absolute desperation to get rid of Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch is still owned enough <laughs> that he's he and he and he was supposed to be injured. He was in that like seventy five percent chance of playing range. He's been out there for like thirty minutes a match. Let's say he's on the bench. Right? Yeah, so it's Barahino. Barahino finally get his he gets his starting job, and he's not doing anything with it for sixty to sixty seven minutes. Yeah, for Peter Crouch to come out and do nothing for the remaining minutes, where. Search party for Marco Arnautovic again. He had chances. He's at the beach, Marco's man. got lots of chances. He always is going to make some chances, and for whatever reason this season, it's just not happening. Yeah. Yeah. What is wrong with Jardon? Jardon? Shakiri. Jardon? Shakiri. He can never stay healthy. The problem is when I'm eating matter. cupcakes, he's eating cupcakes. I guess so. Uh, That's the problem. Someone needs to get him go... Someone needs to invade Wonka's factory and get mm-hmm. him out of the Don't out of the chocolate river. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Bournemouth with a pair of draws, nil nil at Southampton. I'm going to come back to this in a second, and then two two at Liverpool. A Phobian King put in the goals at Liverpool. Uh, we'll talk about them, I'm sure, but we have to talk first about this Southampton match and the fact that Harry Arter, a South Coast Derby, took the penalty kick. And yep. missed. Yep. Why? Why, when a Phobian King are out there, this. is Harry Arter? I'm not saying it was like Arter's terrible, and that's why I think the PK. King had subbed off. He clearly slipped. I think King okay. was off at that point. Okay, fair enough. A Phobie's but out there, right? I think he was still out there. So, are you telling me he's played the full match? In you're the telling last me Harry Arter just had the most confidence in that moment because that seems to be well, the he's Harry well, Arter though. He's a senior player. Doesn't matter. Decide who you're going to have out there with your PKs. Oh, I agree. Uh, Cameron, it would have been their first. It would have been their first ever win at Southampton in club history. Had he connected on that, had PK. they never won there. No away win at Southampton in club history. Wow, wow, wow. Sorry, cherries. Well, uh, also in that match, Josh King and Benek Fobi for all their good connection. Man, a phobie missed Cameron a sitter. Jerome, oh. wasteful player of the week award, Benic it, it obviously cost them a couple of points as well. Uh, absolutely true. Although I will say you could give a runner up in this very same match to Mark Pugh. He had a couple of really nice chances late as well. Uh, but yeah, Benic you earned the title of Cameron Jerome, wasteful player of the week. No doubt about it. He, um, he redeemed himself today? Redeemed himself yes, against Liverpool. Did. His goal was the first Bournemouth goal at Anfield since 1968. Good job, guys. Wijnaldum made sure that, that history was made today. Wijnaldum back pass, a oh. intercepts, and chips Mignolet. I sold Josh King for Deli Ali because I had cash in the bank and I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Josh King, I am really concerned about a phobie v- vulturing his points. It, you know, here's a here's a here's a you know first match where he gets subbed off before the penalty kick opportunity. Those are those are lost fantasy points in my mind for Josh King. A month ago, that's his penalty kick goal. Yep. In this match, okay, he gets a goal, but also a phobie gets a goal. You know, if a phobie's on the bench, is King scoring a brace? Perhaps King's going to be further forward. Maybe. He's going to be playing where a Phobie's playing. Maybe, yeah. And he's going to have that opportunity hmm. on the Wijnaldum back pass. So, uh, yes, King's still scoring. It's not a bad play, but he's losing points to Benekophobie. Josh King is almost equal in terms of the most transferred in and transferred out midfielder 
He's the ninth That's most transferred out, but he's the seventh most transferred in. Hmm. So I, I agree. Think you're buying high. I agree. If you already have him, you keep boy, him. are you thrilled sure. that he scored this week. Yes. Absolutely. But I think because a phobie is the one who's actually playing the striker that Josh King was whenever we said and like everyone else, anyone else that noticed it, that he was the he was the guy up front. Now it's him and a phobie kind of sharing it together. It's working for them. But a phobie's the central guy. And yep. for five point four dollars as a striker, that was that is my that was my move this week. More to, schedule. to finally say I'm sorry, Peter Crouch, as good as you were there for two or three weeks. Yeah. I'd rather have Benekophobi. No, for I not that much that's more. That's not money. even a question. Right. What's what's their schedule? Their schedule is not only the single schedule. They're next to they have no double week. They play home to Chelsea and then at Spurs for their next two. Mm. After that, Middlesbrough, Sunderland, Stoke, Burnley, Leicester. So their last five are nice. The next two, not so nice. Next to the table is said Burnley, losing 2-0 at home to Spurs before... Getting a win against Stoke, George Boyd with their only goal in these last two matches. Not a lot here either, right? I mean, it's Heaton. Is it's Burnley, Heaton. Is Burnley safe? Yeah, yeah, Burnley's safe. Yeah, absolutely. You, my next question is this: Are they at the beach? No. Uh, the Sean Dyche, Sean Dyche, letting them off the hook a little bit. No, I don't think so. Because I don't think he's that type of a manager. No, he's not. He's not. Just won the results. And losing 2 nothing to Spurs, is, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Winning, um, winning over Stoke is, is good. It's a good win. I mean, it's, it's a, at home, it's a win that you probably would hope to get against a fellow mid-table club. Is, um, I sold Tommy a few weeks ago and uh, replaced him with Pickford, trying to make, make up some money. I, I still have Heaton and then keep playing him regularly. I do own a Burnley defender in Ward. Okay. Uh, because he's cheap and on the rare chance that they might get a clean sheet. Right. Uh, That's exactly it. You're taking a chance on one of the defenders. They're home matches. I like. I mean, every other game typically is at home. Although, Burnley's next three out of four, I think, are on away. the road. At Everton. They just played at Middlesbrough. At Everton. United at Palace. Uh-huh. Then what? Play at Middlesbrough, then at Everton. Home to United, then at Palace. And then? Home West Brom, at Cherries, home Ham. Hmm. I mean, I, you know. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's, pretty decent schedule. It's the shrug emoji. That's yeah, burned yeah, right yeah. now. Exactly. Okay, fair enough. If you have Heaton, good, you keep him. Call. If you don't have Heaton, I don't know. Are you really swapping keepers if you don't have to at this point in the season? No. no. If you had if you had check and you needed someone, sure. Yeah, maybe. Should have gone to Heaton. West Ham sliding. Oh, man, Losing at ever. Hall 2 to 1, lone goal from Andy Carroll and then a 3-0 loss at the Emirates to Arsenal. Uh Andy Carroll subbed off for Diofra Sacco. Well, that's the thing. That's Wait, what Sacco's makes Sacco's been out for a long time. Right. Antonio subbed out at half. half. 
right. in this Arsenal match. Uh, you know, as players are getting healthy, they're getting put into the lineup here and there, and the new guys are getting hurt. I mean, West Ham is a revolving door of 11 players right now. I yeah. feel bad for Slavin Bilic. I like him. Man, they've got some problem. They do. They've, they've had, had it a from problem. the beginning of the season, but now, it, I mean, who are you going to play? Who are you going to own? I don't think there's incentive to own anyone. Correct. And the reason why is because there's not one person on one of the teams that we said between Arsenal, Southampton, or any of the other teams that have double weeks coming up that you couldn't swap out for almost any of those guys. Snodgrass has not played much. Nope. He's been the rotation casualty He's a better player on Hull. Lanzini's playing, but not doing anything. Antonio's hurt. And uh, IU sh- also shrug. Andy Carroll looked really nice there for a minute. He's probably still going to do fine. Andy Carroll is, is one of the few guys that, again, for, for his price, sure. Yeah, I but can't, you can't mentioned Diaz for Sacco. I mean, is that going to affect Carroll's availability? Sure, he might rotate more. But that's exactly why. That's exactly why, to me, either you're having a phobie or you're going to try what you can do to get up to... Like, I would rather have Negredo and get at least two weeks knowing that you get a double week out of Negredo coming up. In your face, Dave. I'm just saying, like, there are other guys. Origi or Carroll, Andy Carroll. Origi. Exactly. So, I mean... Was that, was that a, Were you trying to trick me? Was I, was, that a joke? I was trying to trick you. <laughs> You got it, David. Oh, man. That's it. That's it. West yeah. Ham is hurting. <sighs> hurting. Man, it kills me because, you know, Lan- I want to Lanzini like was the, hey, you can play him at home guy, right? Yeah. But I, yeah. he's still a good, I mean, his price is nice. Yeah. But other than that. Crystal Palace, we've already discussed a little bit their 2-1 win at Chelsea. Goals from Wilfried Zaha and Christian Benteke. And then this 3-1 loss did see another goal uh, at Southampton, saw another goal from Christian Benteke. Hey, Wilfred Zaha, seven goals and six assists this season. His last three seasons combined, prior to this, his last the three previous seasons combined, six goals and four assists. Wow. He's already surpassed. I mean, he had done it a, a bit ago. He has already surpassed in one season his performance from the previous three combined. Mm. Now, you referenced Saha as the most fouled player uh-huh. in the Premier League yeah. last week. Uh, you know, there was an incident in this in this uh, Southampton match where uh, he was uh, you know, controversially uh, fouled, but there was no call for a foul given. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Sam referred to it as grievous bodily harm, (laughs) 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 which I love. Uh, Obviously, Zaha is wreaking havoc, whether it's generating foul calls or not. You know, typically it is, but sometimes that means it's not. Uh, And, you know, that's obviously, you know, affecting his play to some degree, but he's he's able to fight through it, still putting in some goals and some assists. We've talked about Palace's schedule being a, a challenge I'm still owning Zaha. I've got a lot of other guys I'm going to sell before I sell Wilfried Zaha. I agree. I own him too. I was going to say, for for what he offers an attacking threat, it, I don't think it matters. I think the Chelsea match proved that. I don't think it matters who the yeah. opponent is. That's right. 
that's a really good point. You go yeah. to Stanford Bridge and you win and you score a goal if you're Wilfried Zaha and if you're Christian Benteke, you can have value in any match. Yeah. Any match. I agree. Hall City picked up two wins in the past seven days. Winning both were at home. West Ham two to one. Middlesbrough four to two. Six different players scoring goals. Hall's making this relegate. I mean, they're trying to get out they're, of the, out of the bottom. At home, they are. That's why they won both these matches. Uh, yeah, Marco Silva has them winning at home. Speaking of which, but six different goal scores. Are you owning any of them? No. <laughs> it says no, you're owning, says the Hall City guy. No, you're owning ago. the Come defense on. and the goalkeeper. And if you're really, really, if you are the riskiest guy in your league, you own Umar. Yes. Uh, that is a super sub possibility, but still a risk. Yes. Obviously, he did. Sc- he's one of the six goal scorers. To your point, am I reading this right from Premier League themselves? Marco Silva now unbeaten in his last 40 home matches in league competition. Huh. 33 wins and seven draws. Is that right? Marco Silva unbeaten in his last 40 home matches in wow. league. That's I think impressive. it says something that I'm going to talk about Marco Silva too, Brian, and we're talking more about the head coach than the players on a fantasy soccer podcast. I think that, that, that says something about Hull City. But Marco Silva is actually the guy who's providing our manager quote of the week. Oh, great. Simple quote. I thought it was kind of funny. He says the following. We changed some things at halftime. The system. I think we changed our confidence as well. Just like a manager who makes confidence sound like underwear. Mm. Like, you know, we just we just changed our pants, mm. you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, we, we changed our confidence, we changed our shirts, you know, changed our, you know, our system. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. Man, yeah, wow. Marco Silva. Mm. Hey, man knows how to do it at home. That, that'd be a good name for some underwear, Brian. Uh, confidence. Yeah. Put us on and will make you feel confident. It's like the opposite of depends. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the only other thing No, about I was Hall, thinking of it not as dependable. I'm thinking more of it depends. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Okay. The only other thing about Hall, you mentioned the defense and the goalkeeper, but, I mean, despite their two wins, they give up three goals. Combined yeah. I mean, you got, if, you're, if you're a lucky guy and you had uh, Harry Maguire, you had, hey, Andrew Robertson's had a nice couple. To your Robert, credit, who Robert, was it? Was it you or you? Which one of you two? I've said Robertson. And then he's Ding scored. Dong over here has been saying Maguire all along, but but Andrew Robertson's been really good. And Maguire's header was nice. Yeah, it was. Renokia scored in the uh, yeah, and West you Ham had match and too. you had Renokia. Every single one of the people that we named by name, nine weeks later, here they are. <laughs> and here's the true test: Do any of us own the one that we knew? No, I did, but I don't know. I don't own him. Swansea back in the bottom three after drawing oh at home against Middlesbrough and losing 3-1 at home against Spurs. Wayne Routledge, the lone goal scorer. Right. Hey, where's your boy? They cannot stop anyone from scoring. The stat of goals conceded has caught up to Swansea. Holy smokes. 63 goals conceded going into the match versus Spurs. And guys, Bob now Bradley 66. could have gotten Swansea to 18th place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is your oh is, oh you gonna flex that muscle? I now? mean, Paul Clement was admittedly a, he he was doing well for Swansea, 
Two games dipping form, and here, I mean, you're already two, mentioning two Bradley. Games. Two games? Hey, yeah. the stat was 60 goals before. It's 63, now 66 goals conceded. The seven teams that conceded that many goals in previous seasons at this point in the Got season. Relegated, didn't all relegated. It's yeah. more than two per match. Gilfie, wow. Sigurdsson. You're, you're, when you go out as Swansea, you're already down 2-0 before you start. You mm. know you're giving up two. Gilfie, Sigurdsson, frowny emoticon. Mm. Yeah. I... I don't know what to do with Gilfie because he's still Gilfie. But Swansea has all of a sudden encountered some sort of an issue, and Gilfie went up so high. Uh, since, I, since I bought him, he went from 7.5. I think he's at 7.8 now. Sané or Gilfie? I'm still saying Gilfie, but... Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, Current form hasn't been there. That's exactly it. So you can, pr- if you have them at even value, Theo Walcott or Gilfie. Here's the thing, though. Gilfie's down a tenth. So, yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, people thing. are shipping him out in large numbers right now. Gilfie's down in form. Swansea's down in form. But you know what? Do you still think Swansea can get out of the relegation zone? Can they still pass Hall? They're going to be fighting for something. Okay. Out. And if they're fighting for it and they have a chance to do it, how is that going to happen? Who's that going Gilfie. to go through? It's going to go through Gilfie. Absolutely. I still like Gilfie's potential. Yeah. All right. Middlesbrough. Draw. They pick up a point uh, at Swansea, nil-nil, and then they lose at Hall 4-2. to I've been saying, mm, maybe Negredo, maybe. I'm not going to do it. But if when they play two strikers, when they play him and Justed together up front, they're a different club. Justed started the Swansea match on the bench. Gaston Ramirez goes out for with an injury. Justed comes in. And then they both start together up front against Hull. Now, obviously, they still lost, but Negredo scored in this match, and they looked better in this match against Hull. I hate that I'm seeing this and their caretaker manager's not. Or yeah. maybe he finally is. Uh, Who knows? Like a lot of people said uh, after... Middlesbrough drew Swansea. Justed missed an absolute game-ending yeah. header that could easily be the most wasteful single moment of the week. Agreed. That everyone that saw the match said, this is what you pay a guy for. Yeah. If you are on that team, you're probably... No, no, no. If you're Rudy Justed on that team, all you're... All you're paid to do is head in goal. That is the goal that you. That is exactly what Robbie Earl said. That is your. That is why they brought you here was for you to head that ball into the in net. that in that moment into the net. Yeah. You win against us a, a rele, in a relegation six pointer. It's true, and you didn't get it. You nope. get a draw instead, and that's why they're definitely going down. Yeah. Alongside Sunderland, who didn't score a goal, losing 1-0 at Watford and 2-0 at Leicester. It's always only been Defoe. I mean... Defoe has finally realized that uh, I'm done. There's I'm nothing done, there I'm anymore. I'm done with Sunderland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pickford's going to have a lot of saves. He's had 15 saves in two weeks. Amazing. But but that's it. I mean, it's a lot of saves. And he's still giving up some goals. Yep. All right. That, I hope is uh, enough to get you through this upcoming weekend, match week 32. 
Uh, might not be the 32nd match for every club, but it's match week 32 in the Premier League schedule. Don't forget to set your lineups before Saturday's two weeks or two hours before Saturday's kickoffs. Are we doing injury roundup? Brian, you got an injury roundup? Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. I can give you a bit of an injury roundup. The players that matter, obviously the biggest one of the entire of the entire time is Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp saying, as of today, which it might be updated at this yeah. point, but it doesn't look at the moment like he could play one more game this season. Mm. But if somebody wants to surprise me with positive news, then I am hoping <laughs> for this. Uh, they were waiting for swelling to go down until they could get a proper scan. It was basically a 48-hour window to determine whether or not he was going to need knee surgery. It's looking more and more like he's not going to be on the field indefinitely. Uh, with definitely the chance of him not playing. The latest I saw was probably eight weeks, which essentially puts him out for the rest of the season. Right. Even if he came back for what? Right. Maybe in one week. Well, could be fourth place. Uh, Mikhail Antonio comes back, missing one and a half matches, which is half or less than what was anticipated, but then they immediately lose Aaron Cresswell and West Ham. will miss the next couple of games for sure, says Slotting Hugo Lloris, weird surprise absence from the lineup for Spurs today. Missed only due to illness, says Ben Pierce of Yahoo Sports UK. I don't think that's going to matter for the rest of the time. It's the second time he's been sick, though. I think it's the second time he's missed a match mm. due to illness. Yeah. Or was that Tom? Or am I thinking of Tom Heaton? Who yeah. cares? Uh, Wayne Rooney. Fernando Llorente. I just want to skip over Rooney. I mean, <laughs> Seriously. I mean, the only thing that matters, the only, he is, he's probably not going to play. He keeps having this ankle problem, but I, I guess that wouldn't matter unless if every other player in the entire team wasn't hurt. Mm. So he's not going to play. He's not really, not really playing much. So whatever. Uh, Fernando Llorente missed again versus Spurs this week. Didn't even make the bench. That was probably the weirdest part of it. But they keep saying... Wales Online saying he should be fit for Hammers okay. for the weekend. All right. I like that. All right. Well done, Scott. Brings us to the end of the pod. Yeah. Don't forget to check out our website, fantasysoccerfc.com. You'll find, I think I can get it done by the end of the week, uh, that start of that new blog series I was telling you about. Just, just yeah. playing what if. It's going to yeah. be pure fantasy in other sports, nice. but comparing it back to the Premier League. I like the sound of it. I think you'll like it. Uh, also, we are on Twitter at Fantasy Soccer FC. And uh, hey, you could be watching us right now on our Fantasy Soccer FC Facebook page. If you haven't fallen asleep already. Yeah, man. <laughs> you hey, almost did. I almost did. I'm beat. <laughs> I'm beat. This is awesome. I was hoping you didn't see that. Hey. Listen, before I fall asleep while talking, let's shut this thing down. For Brian, for For, Sleepyhead. For Scott and Brian, Mr. Sleepyhead, (laughs) until next time.